Welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show, brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Hello and welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show. I'm Jim Galante, joined by Andy Shea. We'll have Russ Tucker along a little bit later. Andy, let's start with a review of the news, and let's go with our favorite topic first. Let's talk transfer portal. How about it? We've got uh, Penn State was looking at a few defensive ends. Um, Two of them were twin defensive ends from North Texas, which would have been an interesting get because apparently they were a package deal, Grayson and Gabriel Murphy. They made their decision they're going to be going to UCLA. Meanwhile, another defensive end, Jordan Dominic from Georgia Tech, he decided to take his talents to Arkansas. Big deal, little deal, no deal that they lost out on these defensive ends. Yeah, I think it just at this time of year, this close to spring practice, it kind of feels like you're you're just trying to fill a hole right now. I mean, is it a position uh, that they will continue to work on through the transfer portal? I absolutely um, 100% think they will. I mean, the two guys from North Texas, gosh, wouldn't it have been cool to get two for one? Um, they're, they're a little bit different, but, you know, they're both defensive ends, but they were just, Penn State was just trying to get them on campus for a visit, but they went to UCLA, so... I generally, overall, I feel right now, just at the beginning, you know, spring practice is just about to start for Penn State and, you know, nationwide with college football programs, you know, it's spring practice season. Um, the, the the pickings are pretty slim right now, right? Um, I think it'll liven back up, you know, after spring season, you know, from in, in, you know, like late April, May, June, over the summer until the beginning of camp. But the bottom line is, Penn State is going to continue to shop and be a player in the transfer portal when it comes to defensive ends. I think they're going to pursue guys. I think they're going to offer guys. And I know you're a big linebacker guy this offseason in the portal for Penn State, and I fully understand that, uh, JG. But I think, I just think overall, in my opinion, there's a greater need for Penn State right now, tomorrow, this season, immediately at defensive end. And it seems to be a little bit less equipped with talent than the linebacker position. So that's why I think the defensive end is such a position of need for them in terms of the transfer portal because it can only help. And I think they will continue to shop, offer, and be active. No doubt they will be, Andy. But there's also the other side to the whole portal shopping thing, which is... There's on your side, what is the demand? Where do you have a need? The other side to it is, where is the talent in the portal? You know, if if you think you need a linebacker, which I think they do, but if there aren't linebackers in the portal better than what you have, what's the point? These were defensive ends that the Penn State coaching staff thought could help the team. They went looking for them and attempted to get them. That's the way the portal works. It's not quite as easy as, oh, we need to fill that hole. Let's go to the portal. Just, just you know, 
let's go to the top of the food chain. The other point that you made, which I th- I think is relevant, is it goes in cycles. There are the players that right after the season they know they're going to move on and they want to do it quickly so they can enroll in school and be available for spring practice. The next cycle is after spring practice. And Penn State might see it go the other way, too, where you have players who find out where they are in the depth chart and they're not happy with it. That's another time where where you see, see some movement. So that will be interesting to see and see where Penn State's attention goes to. There was some other news in uh, off the field where it appears Penn State either has or is about to hire a gentleman by the name of Rashad Rick who uh, will help out with the recruiting and also some work with the portals. I think it was described as his role as relationships with high school coaches and dealing with the portal. Two important areas, isn't it? It is. It's two. Uh, it's one that's sort of always been there, but I think on its own merit, I think James could handle the high school football coaches and and the rest of his staff, right? Like you could handle that on your own. But as as college football sort of evolves, I think this is a position of need for staffs that are you know power five in, in conference schools and you know maybe even maybe even in the mac i don't know but um it it is a recruiting position don't don't make any mistake about it it's it's not an on you know there's not any on-field coaching i it, it the scouting he's a scout right like that's sort of what his inherent job is he's had some experience as a high school football coach in the uh washington dc area hello mid-atlantic region high school football coach relationship with high school football coaches there's a correlation here but mainly he's a scout and a lot of the stuff in the transfer portal is it's it's scout work it's you know evaluating guys and seeing what fits best and seeing you know if they fit your needs and what you have and guys you're looking for in the transfer portal I mean his job title is going to be assistant recruiting director it's an I believe it's a newly created position and the high school football coaches element of it is going to be important. I think it's a two, it's an equal balance of that and the transfer portal. And I think he's set up for both because he has experience as a high He's a former high school football coach and now he's a scouting guy. So he's got a little bit of both. And I think this is what the third new guy they've added this off season to the staff that wasn't a position that was create was there before. Am I correct? Jimmy is it three. Actually, I think it's more like four or five because there was an announcement earlier we saw where they brought in three names. Um, This was the Dan Connor, Gabe Infante, Rick Leister cycle of coaches coming in. And this goes back to, you know, the James Franklin negotiating with the administration and we know all of the headlines for the 10-year contract and all of that, but the other part of this is James is looking to compete with other schools that are the elite school. Alabama, infamous or famous for how large their staff is, and Penn State adding all these guys is a reflection of that negotiation, and it's fascinating to see these guys 
to me when, as you mentioned, the most recent one, having high school coaching experience in the D.C. area, this previous run where you had Gabe Infante, who was actually the head coach at St. Joe's Prep, a football powerhouse in the Philadelphia area. And by the way, Dan Connor, we know him as the linebacker at Penn State, an NFL player, but he's been doing high school coaching and collegiate coaching in the Philadelphia area also. I don't think that's a coincidence, Andy. No, it is not. You are 100% correct because at his core, in terms of what, you know, I think if James Franklin knows anything better than most, it's what he needs to be a good recruiter around him. And he's filling that up. I think like Gabe and and Dan Connor, the legacy from Strathaven, I guess we could call him. uh, He, those guys also are going to do some quality control type stuff. But, you know, at bottom line is it's, they've, they've beefed up their sort of external coaching staff. It's an external coaching staff. These are the guys that are going to be a little bit, you know, their their main priority will be outward facing, whereas, you know, like a position coach or a DC, that's that's inward that's inward facing with some outward facing recruiting to it. These positions I feel are mainly outward facing that will be guided from the inside as to what the what to do outside. And it was. It was part of the negotiation of the new contract. Not the first time around he was looking for more money for, for guys on his staff. This time his thing what James's thing was I want to expand my staff I need more and he didn't think he could do more with less so that was a big bargaining chip for him going in and and he got it and there's no doubt this again it's part of the arms race it's not just about building all they they are doing the new weight room and all that and just as an aside here Andy I think the next battleground though is going to be name, image, and likeness. Well, maybe not even next. It's already here. You, you know, if you're going to compete with the very best, it's, yes, there's facilities. Yes, this recruiting, having the staff to do all this. But the next one, which is about acquiring talent, name, image, and likeness is going to be a big deal, right? Yeah, that's going to be a athletic staff thing, but, it you know, it's, it's also going to be, you know, football's the, football's the cash cow. But name, image, and likeness is spread across the sports. But, yeah, I think it's going to be Penn State. It's going to have to beef up its athletic staff in the name, image, and likeness front because it's just going to continue to expand. You're 100% right. I agree agree with you wholly. Well, the, the only issue there is that's not something that can be fixed just with Penn State staff. The money from most places where you're getting the big money coming in, it's from outside. It's from the alums, and that's where the work needs to be done. Um, and one other news item, we don't always you know, uh, cover when somebody gets an offer, but I thought it was an interesting one. Landon Montgomery, a Pennsylvania running back. We've known he's had an interest in Penn State. Penn State has held out making an offer to him finally this past week he uh, an offer was made how do you interpret that is this gee we're not getting the running backs on our a list 
or is this it just took a little more time due diligence what's your take so i think it's twofold one is i think penn state kind of had to join the party because since the calendar turned to 2022 uh you know london's picked up some offers you know montgomery's picked up offers he's from scranton prep He's picked up offers from Rutgers, Michigan State, and Iowa just from the Big Ten. So they kind of had to join if they were going to offer him. They've also already offered uh, Bishop McDevitt four-star running back Marquise Williams in Pennsylvania. So I, I don't know what their recruiting plan is, obviously, but it seems like you know they want to keep the they want to keep the in-state guys. Uh, Nick Singleton, hello. I mean, if you look at the last three running backs from Pennsylvania that played for Penn State. You got Saquon, Miles Sanders, and Journey Brown, right? Now you have Nick Singleton on campus. You got a three, a rising three-star, that's what they call him, and a surefire four-star recruit, Marquise Williams, in the next recruiting class from Pennsylvania that you already offered. They're doing pretty good. And there's something about, you know, keeping that home talent. It builds on itself. You get this guy from that school, the next guy from that school sees that, it helps influence him also. Andy, that is it for quarter number one and our new segment. Coming up, we have Ross Tucker. Stick around for that. This is Jim from Keystone Sports. You know, a lot has changed about State College, but one thing that hasn't is W.C. Clark's Coffee Roasters on Calder Way. 30 different varieties of specialty coffee beans sourced from over 25 countries and roasted with love each morning in Happy Valley for over 45 years. We'll ship our fresh roasted coffee from our doorstep to yours. That's right. You can now order online at statecollegecoffee.com. So go to statecollegecoffee.com and use discount code KSN at checkout.